Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 9. It's a nice Monday morning, kind of look overcast outside. But, you know, we're not supposed to be looking at the S-U-N. We're supposed to be looking at the S-O-N, which is Jesus, the Son of God. We're going to continue our podcast this week on the book of Job. We're going to study the book of Job chapter 10 on this day. And I got a few brief thoughts on that. And But before we do all that, we're going to go to some songs of worship to inspire the mood. We'll be right back after these songs. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Goofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let the sound of praises fill the air. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 9. And uh, we've been uh, listening to a couple worship songs about sometimes hallelujah, sometimes praise the Lord, and we got to do it in one accord. And let me tell you something, saints. We got to give God the praise. We got to give him a thank, thank you. For what he does for us every day. Because we wake up every day. And he gives us a new day. Even though sometimes we might be going through the storms of life. Just like Job here. But we got to give God the glory. To go through what we're going through. Now we're going to continue our Bible study today. On Job chapter 8. I mean chapter 10. I'm episode 9, and you might be wondering, how are we ahead in our mind? Well, you got to remember, I did a little preview of it, so that's why the episode, a trailer of the show as an episode, and that's why. And as you know, of our discussion, Bildad had just basically telling, Job was talking about things and trying to talk, you know, how he felt. And Bill Dad was basically telling him he was, you know, must have sinned to get all this stuff done to him. Now we're back to Job here, um, discussing kind of what Bill Dad said and actually going to God about it. So let's go to the book of Job, chapter number 10. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to take a coal of heaven's author to anoint these lips of clay. Let everything I say be what you want, not what I want. Let it all come out the way you want. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you got your Bibles, open them up to the book of Job, chapter number 10, and we're going to start in verse 1. And it says, My soul is weary of my life. I will leave my complaints upon myself. I will speak in bitterness of my soul. I will say unto God, Do not condemn me. Show me wherefore thou contendest with me. It is good unto thee that thou shouldest oppress, and thou shouldest despise the work of thy hands, and shine upon the counsel of the wicked. Has thou eyes of flesh, or seeth thou as man seeth? Are thy days as days of men? Are thy years as days of men days? Has thou inquired after my iniquities, and searched after my sin? I know that I am not wicked. And there is none that can deliver me out of thy hands. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me together around about it. Yet thou destroy, doesn't, does destroy me. Remember, I beseech thee that thou hast made me as clay, and thou hast made me as dust again. Not, but thou hast poured out milk and curved me like cheese. Thou hast closed me with skin and flesh, and that has fenced with bones and soon. Thou hast granted me life and favor, 
and thy visitation has preserved my spirit. And these things thou hast thou hid in thy heart. I know that this is with thee. I sin then thou marketh me, and thou wilt not acquit me from my iniquities. If I if if I, if I be wicked, woe unto me, and if I be righteous yet, will I not lift my head? I am full of confusion, therefore see thou my affliction, for it increases and haunteth me as a fierce lion, and against thou showest thyself marvel upon me. Thou renewest and witness against me, and increase thy indignation upon me. Changed in war are against me. Wherefore thou hast brought me forth out of the womb. Of that I have given up the ghost, and uh, no eyes have seen me. I should have been as though I had been, not been. I should have been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few, cause them that let me alone, that I may take comfort a little? Before I go, when I shall not return, even to the land of darkness and to the shadow of death, a land of darkness as darkness itself, and shadow of death without any and where the right of life. So here we have now Job basically pouring his heart out to God. He just heard what he said, and he just heard what Bildad said, and he's pouring his heart out to God because he's bitter, he's sad, he's confused, and he doesn't understand why these things are going against him. And it doesn't help that Bildad and the second friend, this is the second friend talking to him, is basically saying what the first friend says, that what did you do so bad that God is punishing you? And the sad thing is here that build that, I mean, that Job is buying what these two friends are saying. Now, Job chapter 1, when we first started this series, basically taught us that Job was an upstanding man and shunned evil. And he even made sure that his kids were right before the Lord, just in case some kind of tragedy happened. He would sacrifice for his kids every day. He would require them and sacrifice for his kids every day. And I assume that when he was doing that, he was doing that for himself also. So in a way, I kind of see that why Job is confused. Now, Job is asking God and he's going to God, why is this happening to me? Now, the problem is here that Job... It's got around some friends that actually I think he shouldn't have got around during this time. Because these friends are not giving him the advice they should be giving him. They're basically telling him he's a sin. He's sinning. Ask God to forgive you. And accept the judgment. 
Well, in my opinion here, Job should be going to God and asking God for guidance and going to friends that he knows, that he knows is going to help him and bring him through this time. Now, sometimes as a minister myself and sometimes as a layman, People come to you and they want to talk to you about their problems. Now, there's a time to listen. And there's the time to pray and ask God how to respond to these people if, if they ask your opinion. Now, as a pastor, I get asked opinions after they tell me about their problems. And just like when we're preaching the word of God, we got to listen to God and let the anointing take over. You know, we can't, we don't know, just like Bill Dad didn't know, and the friend before him didn't know, and Job didn't know that this discussion happened in heaven that the devil's trying to prove something and God's allowing it to happen so the devil will fall. But Job don't know this and Bilbad don't know this and the other friends don't know this. That's the same thing. We don't know what's going on with people. We don't know what's going on with God. We don't know what's going on with the devil. We only know what's going on at this persistent time. And if we are in a position to counsel people, we got to take the time and pray and ask God to be with us as we're talking to these people. And we got to be open to what God is saying us. It brings me back to Jonah. God asked him to go to Nineveh to save them or he'd be, they'd be destroyed. And Jonah knew that God would save them if they asked. And Jonah basically didn't want that to happen. He, he thought that was a simple nation. They didn't deserve it. But it's not up to us what we want. It's not up to Jonah what he wants. It's not up to us the advice of what we want. We got to give the godly advice that God gives us to give them. Now, you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, how do I know that they're going to ask my opinion or not? Well, that's when you go to God before the session or during the session as they're talking to you. I mean... Ask God to guide you and give you the ability to answer the questions the way God wants you to answer him. Now, more often than not, some people just want to talk to you to get it out in the open and listen. Now, sometimes they solve their own problems just by listening. Now, Job has the right ideal here. He's going to God. 
And he's asking God, why is this happening? You know I've been good. I tried not to sin in a roundabout way. This is what it was saying. But it seems like it's not getting any better. All right? Well, it's just prolonging and it's prolonging and it's prolonging. Now I wish I have not even been born. I want to die. That's because Job is at the point, he's so frustrated with his friends, the advice, he's so frustrated with what's going on that he's ready to die and just be done with it. But, you know, with him going to God and asking God these questions, it's showing me that he still hasn't gave up, just like the devil did, said he would. He's still going on with God. He wanted God to, to take him, but he's still going on with God. Now, The thing is here, we got two stories I want to share from the Bible. The Bible tells us to keep our eyes on Jesus. Don't turn to the right. Don't turn to the left. And a lot of Christians today, and apparently Job right now, because he's being sidelined by his friends, We'll go to God, look at him, ask him what we want. Then we'll look to the side. Then we'll look to the left. We'll look to the side. We'll look to the left. We're not keeping our eyes on Jesus. And if we keep our eyes on Jesus, Jesus is going to bring us and give us the answers. But sometimes we let life get us go down by our problems. We look to God. We ask him for things, and we complain to him. We ask him and guide him, but we don't actually sit down and take time to listen. All right? Well, Joe, uh, Joe's friends is not actually giving him time to listen to God. All right? They're basically, when they hear him pray or whatever out loud, they're, they're jumping on him right away. Sometimes we need to leave people alone after they tell us or after we do give them advice to let them think on these things and not bother them. All right? But if we do take our eyes off Jesus, just like John did when he walked on the raising waters, he was okay as long as he had his eyes on Jesus. He was walking on the water. But then he took his eyes off and started looking at the storms, the lightning, and everything else. It scared him, and he started to think. But sink. But John did the thing that we need to do. God, help me. Not say, God, I wish I was dead. After we asked him to help us, just like Job did. God, help me. And help me. And I know you're going to help me. We got to keep that faith going, no matter how hard it is. Because in our life, we don't see things happening. We don't see things happening. We want to give up and move on to the next thing. We can't do that. We got to keep going in the Lord. That means we got to keep getting up and thanking God for the next day. That means we've got to get up, keep worshiping him. That means we got to get up, keep reading his word. That means we got to get up and say, Lord, 
I know these prayers have got to be answered in your time, not my time. Lord, I know the beginning, the middle, and the end of our life, my life. You do. I only know where I am now. So, Lord, I thank you that that answer is coming down that dusty road. Now, what I'm proposing to you is a hard thing to do. And reason it's a hard thing to do is because we are limited of what we see and what God sees. But we should be trusting God more because God sees the whole area of our lives. And this is the way Job actually needs to start thinking. God is in charge. God knows what Job needs at this time. And unfortunately, these three friends ain't what he needs. But see, I believe the devil is playing with these three to get Job discouraged. And it's almost working. But you know what? Job is still keeping his time with God. Now, the Bible ain't telling us that, but... We know that the devil whispers in our ears. And the devil is probably whispering in these guys' ears to try to make the tension on Job even more. Now, biblically, can I say that? No. But I just know how the enemy works. And at this time, we come into the end of our podcast. Of this, and we're at the end of our Bible study. So, what one thing I could get you to remember from this Bible study of Job? Go to God like Job did, but continue to keep your eyes on Him, and continue to thank Him for the answer of the prayer that you ask. And let me tell you something, saints. You'll be better for it in the long run, and less stress. On that note, I'd like to say thank you, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 9, on the Book of Job, Chapter 10. We'll be back with you tomorrow on Episode 11, I mean 10, of Job, Chapter 11. And maybe, if you're reading this along with us, study the Book of Job, Chapter 11, and then we'll all come together and... I won't hear you, but you're hearing me, but you'll know a little bit more what I'm talking about and might understand, you know, as a studying. But on that note, i like to say God bless you. Be safe. God love you. I love you. And i like to say God bless you and see you tomorrow on God's Internet Church Podcast. God bless you, everyone, and have a blessed day.